Welcome to The Art of Engineering, where we speak with some of the top women in engineering and manufacturing about their process, principles, and personal stories. Today, my guest is Carson Riuda, who is a project engineer with Jacobs Engineering. So today got real busy real fast, which is, I think, the norm in this industry. Things come fast and, and quickly and they surprise you, but you know, that's also the fun of it, right? It, it's rare to get bored. Thank you, Carson, for joining us. We've done several projects with Jacobs over the years, and I'm delighted to have another one of you on my podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Denise. This is exciting. This is fun. So what we've what we've done with this podcast is to help explore all the different opportunities there are within our industry of the life sciences or food or, and I think Jacobs covers a, a, a lot of those. Um, but in particular, I think Carson has a great story about the return to work and the return to industry. And I'd love to hear that. I'm happy to share it. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been an interesting ride these last few years. And um, I didn't, if you had asked me three years ago, if I would be in this industry, I would, I would say, oh, you're kidding. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? But um, no, I'm so happy to be here and it's been wonderful. So you actually started with a degree in biology. Yes, I have a degree in biology um, and I worked in the environmental science field for about a decade after college. Um, and then a number of things happened in my life and I decided we, we moved, my husband, um, went through layoffs at his job and we ended up moving away from, um, where I had lived most of my life, San Francisco Bay area up to the Seattle area. And at that point, um, I had an eight month old and I, we decided the best thing for the family was for me to stay home and stop working. So that was in 2011. Um, yeah. And, and it wasn't until a few years, well, I would say eight years later that I decided it was time to get back into the workforce. So, so tell me about that and how did you look and what did you find? And, and here well, you are. Yeah, here I am. So um, I, the environmental consulting field was wonderful. I loved it. Um, it was a good fit for me at the time, but there were a number of things um, that sort of, I didn't, when it was time to get back into the workforce, I didn't feel like it was a good fit anymore. Um, and I, I think part of that was, you know, I wanted to save the world when I left college, <laughs> as many of us do. And I realized rather quickly that um, that that field doesn't really allow you to do that. You know, I was disillusioned a little bit with the, uh, I, you know, I wanted to make a bigger impact than I was able to. So, um yeah, so I decided when I was looking at it, I I know that I knew that I was very organized, um, and that you know I could do most things that people asked me to do, but I really didn't know what I was best suited for, um, and so I think and and also I think my confidence was low at the time, not being in the workforce for eight years. I think we tell ourselves these these stories about how everyone has been doing and learning and we haven't and all the skills that we've learned as parents maybe don't translate. Um, and I just felt that I would be way behind, uh, in many areas, software, um, you know, just, just being on the cutting edge of things. I didn't think I could get there quickly. I didn't think I was there at all. 
But you're um, right. It's the stories we tell ourselves. It's the stories we tell ourselves. And and jumping into this industry, I quickly learned that those were all completely false. Yeah, I I actually was cutting edge in organization organizational skills just simply by being a parent of two toddlers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Requires exactly. a lot of project management. Exactly. Um, and I think I think I thought my age would be a deterrent. Um, I'm currently 45 and jumping back into the, the workforce, you know, in my early 40s, it felt like um, it just felt like I I would be behind on things. But I quickly realized that the life skills that I have at this age, you know, put me sort of. Um, in the upper echelon of like how to how to deal with people, you know, just how to show up in the workplace, take on challenges, problem solve, um, go face to face with people that you might not be comfortable with. All those things were a lot easier for me as an as a you know an older person than than say in my twenties. Yes. Yeah. It, yes, it's amazing the wisdom we gain. Yes, <laughs> and regardless of what we're doing. Exactly. Exactly. You're just. I just feel much more confident, like just confronting things head on as a grown person, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just coming out of college. That was one of my, that was terrifying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the yes. The things, the, the things we've learned. So yes. you've recently joined Jacobs. Yes. Um, I was with another firm for two years and it was wonderful. They, they gave me my big break into the industry, which was incredible. Um, and I enjoyed it immensely. And I got to work on a really big pharma project. And um, I feel like I did a great job there and really honed my skills. Um, but it was time to move on. So I started looking elsewhere. Um, and Jacobs had an opportunity. And I was really lucky to get some interviews. And, and yeah, I started there um, about five weeks ago. So. Tell us about the opportunity that you were able to take advantage of from your networking. Yes. Yeah, so um, I've met a lot of people in the industry in the last couple of years, and everyone has been really wonderful. Um, and I feel like I've gotten to know people really well in this working on these big projects. I feel like you're in the trenches with folks and you're problem solving and you're and you get a lot of like um even on video conferencing, you get to know people really well. And I think that helped me um, get my foot in the door at Jacobs. I think, you know, I think people had said good things about me. Um, and before, if I were just a resume coming in, I would not have gotten the attention, especially with my degree in biology and not in engineering. Um, I don't think I would have gotten the attention that I did and gotten the opportunity that I did. So uh, networking is hugely important, getting to know people, getting people to trust you. Um, I think one of the best skills that I have that really um, got me in this opportunity is the way that I communicate. And I feel like when you communicate well with people and you over communicate and they trust that you're going to get back to them and they trust that you're going to get the job done when you say you will is everything. Oh, it, it is so much that. Mm -hmm. And um, the person you've referred to is also a working mother who understands what it takes to, to have managed that and then manage what you're doing. 
Yeah, 100%. Yes. And I, and I think um, there's another falsehood that, that mothers and fathers are going to not have enough time to commit to the job. And I think that's that, yes, of course there are time constraints, but I think as parents, we've learned to manage our time really, really well. (laughs) And we've got it down. Which now, so tell us what your current um, job looks like and when, what does, what does a day look like for you? So I'm still new and I'm still figuring a lot of that out. Um, But I think it's it's ramping up rather quickly. It's been a little bit slow in the beginning, as most jobs are. You know, they're just trying to figure out where where to put you and how to use you best. And um, but it's funny. I uh, today I had scheduled this podcast with you um, because it was a fairly open day, and then today I've been in the office twice, and I'm planning a trip to Ireland already with. Wow. <laughs> with the job. And yeah, so today got real busy real fast, which, which is, I think the norm in this industry, things, things come fast and and quickly and um, they surprise you, but you know, that's also the fun of it, right? Yes. 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 It's rare to get bored um, in my position. Just a little description of uh, Jacobs does work with pharmaceutical companies. And I presume the trip to Ireland would be on a project. Absolutely. Yep. And I will say that the projects I've been working on um, before that have been uh, chemical manufacturing plants. So I am doing a a little bit of everything um, because Jacobs is so wide reaching and so large. Um, But yes, the the trip to Ireland would be with a pharmaceutical project, which I'm just getting up to speed on. So I'm learning a whole bunch right now, which is exciting. It's very similar to a project I did at my other position. um, So that feels good. Feels like I'm bringing some knowledge to the game. What have you um, encountered? You know, it's even going back to the to the prior position mm-hmm. about rediscovering our worth as women in the industry and the support we can offer each other. Yes, um, it's been eye opening, and I really love working with other women for a number of reasons. I I love working with everybody, obviously, but um, I feel like there is a large support system of women in this industry because um, everyone is, is there trying to prove that they are bringing their all to the game, you know, and sometimes, um, and I haven't run into this much, granted, I've only been here a couple of years, but, um, but sometimes I think, you know, we're overcoming the stigma that, that, engineering is a male dominated field and women, we, we kind of need to come in and find our place and establish ourselves and say, Hey, look what I can do. Uh, it's not just assumed <laughs> with us. Um, but I have found that the, the network of women in the places I've worked has been wonderful. Everyone's very supportive. Everyone's very friendly. I haven't run into any, um, anyone trying to hold others back to make themselves look better. I haven't found that at all. Everyone has said, Hey, I, if you need help with this, I can help you. Uh, it's been really wonderful. I have, I did make the move to Jacobs because, um, I felt like I was coming into an industry, uh, where I didn't have the background and I was, I was offered a wonderful, um, opportunity and I was offered, you know, decent amount of pay, but looking around the industry, there's, I decided that um, 
it had been two years and I was ready to make a much larger move than I thought I could at my other industry in terms of salary. Sorry, not industry, position in terms of salary. So that was the reason for the move. Um, I loved what I was doing. I was making an impact. I enjoyed my coworkers, but I didn't think at that point that I was going to be able to make the jump that I wanted to jump by staying in place. Um, so that was an interesting lesson to learn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and, you know, I read just the other day that women are still only earning 84 cents for the, for the man's dollar. And yeah, that's absolutely. $0.16 cents per every dollar, if you take that over a year, is still a big amount of money. Absolutely. And, and in my position, coming back into the game late, I, felt, I feel like I need to be on an accelerated track. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's very possible to do in this industry. You know, I see people moving around and I'm, I'm sure they're, they're improving their salaries as they do. So I, you know, I imagine they are. <laughs> well, um, thank you for sharing that because one of my intentions with this podcast is a, to introduce young women, well, all women to not only this industry, but all of manufacturing because, because a, we're short of people Mm-hmm. And B, having women as a part of it, I think, is just such a key to the better growth and the bigger growth and and closing the wage gap. Yeah. And, and certainly you, at your age, needs to be provided a wor- that worth. Yeah, absolutely. And I am... I am um, the breadwinner in my family right now. I mean, I, I have, I'm no longer with my husband. We're divorced and um, I am supporting the kids 50% of the time. And, you know, I've got a house that I need to support and it's all coming for me. So, you know, I, I needed to do well and I needed to do well quickly um, returning to the workforce. So, yes. So I would say to everyone out there thinking about this as a career, the women out there, it's a wonderful career and you can, you can advance quickly as long as you jump in and show your worth and, 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 you know, be, be amazing. Like, you know, you can, it will get recognized and you can advance. It's wonderful. Well, and you're another example of, you don't have to have a degree in engineering to be a part of a lot of this industry. Yeah. And it's interesting because I have had discussions about that. You know, I can certainly go back to school and get some sort of engineering degree. Um, but I don't know that that's what I want to do. You know, I'm, I, I don't think school's in my future anymore. I've done a lot of it. <laughs> I enjoy the working part. I'd like to continue to do that. And there are a number of paths I could take. Um, if, you know, if this, en- this engine, my lack of engineering may stop me in a, in certain ways, um, but there are so many other paths I can take that are interesting. You can go into sales, you can go into procurement, you can go into management, you can go, you know, there's a number of different ways I can go once I decide what I, what my passion is here. So I'm excited about the opportunities. I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing out because I didn't get that degree, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. 15, 12, 20. Oof. <laughs> That math is not fun. <laughs> um, so aside from work, what yes. brings you joy? 
Um, my boys bring me joy. They're eight and 12. And um, we just, I love getting to spend time with them. You know, I, as I said, I'm 50% parenting, which has really made me appreciate them so much more. <laughs> um, and yes, they're just, I love seeing the world through their eyes. I, I, I love spending time with those two. So yeah, I also like to paint. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yes. I was going to ask you that because it yeah. seems like there are some creative things. Yes. No, I love painting. Um, I've just really like gotten into it um, sort of in earnest recently. I have done a lot of creative things in the past. I've, I was a photographer for, for quite a while. I did scrapbooking way back when my kids were very little. Um, and all of, there's always something that I need to be doing with my hands to, you know, keep me sane. And so right now that is paints. Um, yeah. And I think that it's a great way to get your head out of the very like technical engineering field that you're doing all day and to sort of transition into something where you get in a zone and you're just reacting and you're just feeling, you're not really thinking analytically, which I, I appreciate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. So three rapid fire questions. You answered the first one of what brings you joy. Mm -hmm. The second one is who would you like to be stuck on an elevator with? So I was trying to come up with a very, you know, exciting answer of some famous person. <laughs> and really, I just want to hang out with my dad who passed in 2009. I just want to be in an elevator with him. We can like We'll hit the button. We'll be in there for like five hours. I'll fill him in on every crazy thing that's happened in the world and uh, show him pictures of, the, of my boys. And, you know, just hopefully there's coffee in there and then we can <laughs> we can just relax and be be contentedly claustrophobic. Yeah. Uh, yes. So that's oh, the that true answer. Fun. Oh, I lost my dad in 2012. I, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun yeah. to do a catch up? Wouldn't that be so great? I know. Yeah. Just a couple hours. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the last one is, what is your morning ritual? So it always starts with coffee. I'm a huge coffee uh, addict. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but once I've had the coffee, I've been doing um, a gratitude um, journaling ritual for the last, I would say, six months. And it's been amazing. Um, so I sit down and I write out a page worth of things that I'm grateful for. And a lot of them are things that I have at the moment, but then half of them are things that I want to have. <laughs> and I act like I already have them, which, you know, gives you a real boost. Yes. Um, I also find it helps me get my head into the work game. Um, because often one of the things I list is how grateful I am for my job and the opportunity to excel and the opportunity to work with such great people and, you know, the ability to push myself every day. So then I get, I kind of get pumped. I get pumped to get on the computer and get my tasks done. Good. But that's about it. You know, I brush my teeth too. <laughs> yeah. So what would you offer uh, as advice for young people to explore this industry we're in? Well, so I would say ask lots of questions because I think when we're when we're trying to figure out what we want to be and what we want to do in our lives, we don't know 95% of what's out there to do, right? So we can, yes. we can rule, you know, I could have ruled out engineering 100% by just saying, oh, I just, I don't have that degree. I can't do that. But that would have been foolish. Um, and so I think it's really, the networking is key. And then just asking everybody, you know, like what, 
what would you do if you could do it again? And ask people that are older than you, you know, ask people who have been around the block and, and say, what do you think I would be good at? You know, um, I think that is key. Explore what's available and try and match your best skills. Be honest with yourself about what your strengths and your weaknesses are and try and match those to what's out there. Um, and I think just there's so many opportunities that we're unaware of. So find out what those are. <laughs> so be curious. Yeah, be curious. Yes. I mean, my degree is in economics for Pete's sake. Yeah. <laughs> would have thought I'd be working with engineers and and fabricators. And- well, exactly. And I um I ran into um someone I worked with at my other job. Um, he was a procurement manager and he was great at what he did. And I asked him what his background was because I was interested in learning about procurement and he was in hospitality. <laughs> you know, he had, he had a hotel degree and I was like, oh, wow. Um, and he loves what he does. So you just never know, you know, you just never know. Yeah. So ask. So find out. And Carson, this has been delightful as I knew it would be from our introduction from our friend. Yes. Thank you. And, and I want to thank you for sharing the story of re-entering the workforce because we need to find more people like you to join us. Yes. Well, thank you. And and I hope this reaches the women who need to hear it and the, you know, and they yeah. can start feeling a little more confident and say, wait a minute, I have all these skills. Yeah. And I will say software is not a deterrent. Everybody's learning software. <laughs> Good. Yeah, right? so every like, day we have to learn a little more. Every day. So just dive in and learn it. Like you'll get yes. it within a couple of weeks, you know. That, that, and or ask for help. Exactly. People are so willing to help. It's amazing. Well, thank you again. So great meeting you. Thank you, Denise. It's been wonderful. Thank you again for joining us on The Art of Engineering. I'd love it if you would share this episode with others in our industry and encourage them to subscribe wherever they get podcasts. In the meantime, we'd appreciate your five-star review and would love to hear any comments or suggestions. Until next time, I'm Denise McIntosh from Custom Powder Systems online at custom-powder.com.